Welcome to the Encourage Her Community Podcast. I'm Joe, your co-host here at Encourage Her. Welcome to the community. We are women who choose to encourage. In a world full of critics, we need more encouragers. Let's get some encouragement today. Happy Monday. Good morning, Encourage Your Community podcast. I am your host today, Sarah Goldstein. We are doing our practical podcast today. Last week, you heard from Joanne, and she delivered our message of hope where she was talking about getting out of the shallow. Such a power discussion to have about why we should live these lives that are not in the shallow end. And both of us have had so many conversations discussing the shallow end, the deep end, our personal journeys of, you know, leaving shallow end relationships with Jesus, entering into a deep relationship, and just the journey we've been on, but yet the journey that we're still on and how we still feel that the Lord is calling us to go deeper and deeper and deeper. And it's exciting. We find now that it's so exciting to know that the Lord is calling us deeper and deeper. So with that said, Today being the practical day, I have one practical tip, tool, suggestion, um, however you want to hear it today, one thing that I want us to focus on, and we're just going to spend this whole time talking around that one point. And the one point that I um, want to discuss today, and I'm calling today's podcast, developing the consistent habit of getting into the secret place. I also title it, The Place of Transformation. I really feel it on my heart that I'm not just here to share information, right? And even though I am sharing information and Joanne is sharing information, really, we're hoping that that information gets in your hands and gets activated by the Holy Spirit and starts to bring transformation in your life. I'm over here at the church today on Fridays. I have um, propelled before this, and I was having a conversation with a woman about the podcast. If you're listening, which I know you listen, this is about you. And we were talking, I asked her a couple questions. I said, you know, when you're listening to the podcast, we hope it's inspiring, encouraging, um, maybe even transformational. And that's what I'm hoping today. And really, anytime that we come to bring information here, we're hoping that you don't just listen and say, oh, that was inspiring and that's encouraging. We hope that some of this information really resonates with you, really just gets in your heart, gets in your mind. You can't stop thinking of it because the Holy Spirit is looking to activate you in a new way where he can bring transformation in your life. When I think of transformation, I always have this vision of a butterfly in my mind. You know, you think of a butterfly having this massive transformation, right? It's going from being a caterpillar where it's crawling on the ground, right? It's on the lowest place of this earth. And then when its time comes, it goes into this cocoon and it spends all this time in this dark place, completely disconnected from the world, completely like in just a hidden place, right? And after that time being in this hidden, dark place, an unseen place, it emerges from that space, completely transformed. You wouldn't even recognize that it was a caterpillar before that. We only know that it was a caterpillar because we now, you know, we know science, all that stuff, right? But it goes through a complete transformation and butterflies. Oh, I just love butterflies. First off, I just think they're so beautiful and they're just such a beautiful imagery, I think, of what God does with us, right? He takes us from these places often where we're often in low places, you know, we're maybe not having peace, we're not having joy, we're filled with unforgiveness. And if we commit to going into that dark, hidden, unseen, secret place with him, 
and we spend that time in with him, he will do a good work in us and he will transform us to a point where we're not recognizable anymore. We'll be changed. People will be like, wow, there's something different about Sarah. She seems to have a lot more peace and joy now. Wow, there's something really different about Joanne. She's just full of passion, living on purpose, on fire for God. And I want that for you. Those of you that are listening, I'm, I know we all have things. And as I said from the beginning, this is not a quick fix solution. Actually, I didn't say that in the beginning, but that's what I meant. This is not a one and done type thing. This is not a quick fix solution. This is something that you, me, all of us believers are, are in a continual process until the day we are called home of sanctification. We should be staying in that place of surrendering our lives over to the Lord and saying, okay, I know you're not finished with me. I know you're still doing a good work in my life. I know you're still going through my heart and going through my mind, and you are still working inside of me to make me become a transformed person. So with that all said, let's talk about how you can get in the habit of creating a place of transformation within your days. So a big, big part of all of this is I have a couple questions that um, I'm going to post to you because in our Propel conversation today, one of the women, Hassana Wong, I love what she said. She said, you know, when I was growing up, my parents would always say, be in the word, be in the word, be in the word, be in the word, right? She's like, I always heard that she was raised Christian. And so she heard, be in the word. And you know, we're saying that to you girls, right? We're saying, get in the word, spend your time with the Lord. But here's the thing. I don't know about you, and this is what Hosanna kind of was sharing. She said, I heard it, but I didn't really, you know, feel it for myself. Like I knew that was the right thing to do, but I didn't have a goal or big reason as to why I should do that until she faced challenges in life, right? And we know that sometimes life throws us in the deep end, okay? So one of the big reasons why we encourage you and will continue to encourage you to develop a deep connection with God is because life has a way. It's not when will life or it's not if life will throw us a curveball. It's a matter of when. So when we have a strong relationship with our creator, we are able to sustain and endure these challenges that much better, with that much more peace, with that much more joy, because we already have a deep connection. So when life throws us into the deep water, we're going to stay anchored in him. The waves might be going all around us, but we can stay anchored in peace because we have a bigger perspective of life. And you're not going to get that relationship with Jesus casually showing up to church on Sundays or casually opening your Bible over here. You get that deep relationship with the Lord when you are consistently, daily, hour by hour, bringing him into your life and seeking him. That's when we're really going to get it. So a couple of the questions. um, Actually, the first question I want to start with is why? Not my why, but your why. Why would you start putting into place a practice of seeking out the Lord in a quiet time? Why do you feel it would be important for you to daily go into that dark, unseen place of transformation? Why? I know we're all going to have our kind of different answers of why. Um, you know, maybe for you, you're going to say, you know, why? I just really want to have peace in my life. And so daily, I'm going to meet the Lord first thing in the morning before the anxiety can take over, before the chaos hits me, before uncertainty is seen on the news or whatnot. I'm going to go 
first thing in the morning and I'm going to meet the Lord and I'm going to say, Lord, I just believe that your hope and your peace will surpass all understanding today. And you're going to do that over and over and over again, right? Because we said this is not just a one-time thing. This is a consistent thing. This is how we will consistently take the information we're receiving and begin to see transformation in our lives, right? So I want you to be thinking as you're listening, as you go through your day today and your week, by thinking about your why. Why do I wake up in the morning to seek the Lord? Or why in the middle of the day on my lunch break when other people are going out for lunch, why do I go and sit on a park bench by myself and pray? Why do I stay up a little bit later at night studying my Bible? That's for you to decide. And this is why we always say, like, we're going to encourage you to put practices in place. But truly, this is between you and the Holy Spirit. And you will feel inside of you what the Holy Spirit is leading you to. There's definitely something special about the early morning. I will say that. I think there's new mercies in the morning. I think there's something super special about getting in the Word and getting alone with God right before you even open your eyes and put your feet on the bed. We actually challenged our women in Propel today for the next 21 days before you put your feet on the ground, just say good morning, Holy Spirit. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Father. I thank you for this new day. And just that simple thing of acknowledging God first thing in the morning can be enough to just start your day in a new direction, keep you on the path of transformation, if you will. And another question that has really been a big question for me that kind of goes hand in hand with my why is my who. And who do I see myself becoming? You know, sometimes we think about disciplines, right? You know, we're talking about if we're having a um, consistent time of meeting the Lord, that's a discipline, right? We're putting the discipline in our lives of I'm going to daily meet with God in the morning and have my Bible time with them or have my prayer time with them or have my worship time or do all of it at once. Okay. So I like to think about the who, and we know ultimately as believers until the day we go home, as I said, we will be in the continual process of sanctification so that we can become more like Christ. And that's who we need to be thinking about is, okay, today where I'm sitting, am I more like Christ? Well, I can tell you this. I'm a lot more like Christ than I was five years ago in my life. I'm a lot more like Christ than I was two years of my life. And I accredit that to me consistently seeking God and yearning, really, truly have a yearning in my heart to get less of me out and more of him in. So when you're thinking about who, this is really yet again, a very personal thing that I want you to bring this question to the Lord and say, Lord, who do you need me to become? Who do you, have you, you know, created me to be? Who have you purposed me to be? What do you have, you know, who are you calling me to become? Because maybe the Lord needs you to be a person of more passion. Maybe he needs you to be a person with more peace or more joy or just more of his spirit and less of your flesh. Because at the bottom line, that is the main goal, to have less of you and more of him. And the only way that we can consistently start seeing that we are getting less of ourselves and more of him is to get our eyes focused on him and get our eyes focused, you know, get our eyes off of us and our eyes refocused on him. So we have our why and our who. Now I had put this little, obviously you can't see my notes, but I have a little picture here that I drew. And I put a dot on my page and I wrote destination next to it. And then I have a little like squirrely thing. So when we're talking about the why, our ultimate goal, I already feel like that gives us our destination. You know what the destination is? I want to get to the end of my life and I want the Lord to say, good job. 
Like, good job, my faithful servant. You ran your race. You served me wholeheartedly. You lived with passion. You lived on purpose. And you stayed faithful to me. That's what I want, right? So that's the ultimate goal in my head. And because that's the ultimate goal in my head, I start to work backwards from that, right? So I know the destination. I want to get to heaven. I want Jesus to be saying, great job. But I have to start to work back from there, right? Because I'm, we'll call it square 33, because I'm 33, right? (laughs) So let's call it square one. So along that process, I will be taking steps. And they're not quantum leaps. I'm going one step at a time here. And this is why I like to encourage people. Like this is not, you know, a quick fix. It's not. The Christian life is not a quick fix. It is a long-term solution to have a fruitful life. And that's the goal. The goal is to have a fruitful life. So when I think that way, I'm not putting the pressure on just getting it right. I'm just putting the emphasis on staying consistent. And your consistent things can look different, okay? Like this is where I'm saying the Holy Spirit is going to give you insight as to what it's going to look like. Maybe he says, I need you reading the Bible this way. I need you praying this way. I want you worshiping this way. That is between you and him. I'm just saying it is something that if you consistently do day after day after day, you will have a transformed life. And that's the goal here, to have a life that's transformed where people can look at you and go, there's something different about her. Something has changed. That's how we become bright lights for the Lord because they go, wow, she has a joy that just doesn't even make sense. I want that. Or she has a peace that just doesn't make sense. I want that. So I hope this is really stirring something in your spirit, just thinking about the why and the who and where am I aiming at? That's the next question is where am I aiming at? Every day, have that focus point in place of like, what am I aiming at today? Not thinking about your behavioral type things, but like, where do you want your heart to be? Do you want to be centered on peace today? Do you want to be at the end of the day and going, okay, I stayed with the Lord all day long. And the Lord's also going to be telling you what? This is where I think daily we need to be coming to the Lord. I wrote on my little map over here with the getting to our destination. I said, Holy Spirit is our GPS. And we, man, I know more than all of us right now that I need the Holy Spirit to make every single little decision I make every single day. From the decisions we make in the morning with how we start our day, with what we're eating, with how we're sleeping, with where we're going, with what we're buying and how we're talking to people and what we're not doing we need the Holy Spirit for guidance. And we're not going to know how to hear the, the Holy Spirit's voice if we don't listen consistently. You know, it, it says that my sheep know my voice. But if you're not often connecting to your Father's voice, it gets harder and harder to hear His voice. You'll get used to hearing your ego's voice. You'll get used to hearing your own ramblings inside. You'll get used to maybe hearing external voices or whatnot. But if we're not going into the place of transformation, which we know is a quiet dark, hidden, unseen place where we are alone in the deep. There's no one around us. It's just us and the Lord. In that place, when distractions are eliminated, that's when we get to be able to clearly hear the voice of the Holy Spirit. And this is why we need consistency. So in a moment's notice, we can go, Holy Spirit, I'm just listening right now. And I know I'm going to hear your voice. Maybe not today. Maybe a little confirmation will come in the morning right? And there's times where confirmations are a little delayed. But if we just stay in that place of just, I'm listening, I'm not moving until I feel your peace, Holy Spirit. 
I'm in a situation right now where I've been saying that, where I'm like, I just don't have peace yet. And that's okay. So I'm going to just keep pursuing the Holy Spirit. I'm going to keep praying about it. I'm going to keep thanking God that the answers and solutions are on their way. And I know in time, confirmations will come because that's how the Lord works. He is faithful. He will give me guidance. I just have to stay patient enough and wait for the peace to come. I hope this is really starting to sink in for you as you're listening. You know, the place of transformation has been just, it's impactful for me. And it's something that is so powerful in my life. And I told Tip um, Long, if you know Tip Long, she's a special woman in my life and a special woman to a lot of women's lives. But I said to her, I said, you know, it's really cool for me. I had this moment the other day where I realized some of my most um, transformational times where I really felt like the Lord was revealing himself to me and I was having a fresh revelation or insight or breakthrough Those moments have happened in my home when I'm by myself, maybe with worship music on or with a sermon on or something. It wasn't necessarily in a church building. And I'm not, don't hear what I'm not saying here because I believe you need to get in the building, not legalistically, but get in the building because it's so awesome to be with other people and believers. But what I'm saying is God goes beyond the building. He will meet you in your home. He will meet you in your car. He will meet you out on a walk. He will meet you while you're scrubbing a toilet, okay? The Lord is faithful as long as you are willing to seek Him and consistently seek Him. You can't just say, oh, I cried out to the Lord. I haven't heard from Him. No, put the time in to consistently seek Him and give Him your life. You know, if we're choosing to be followers of Christ, we don't choose that one day and then put that down the next day. No, it's every single day we are in the process of having our lives be transformed to give glory to God. I feel like I have said what needs to be said today. I'm looking at my notes over here. And I just want to remind you that the place of transformation is specific to what you and the Holy Spirit decide. What he has you reading, what he has you praying, what he has you focusing on is between you and him. But it is often your job to set the alarm, to get up, to get your flesh agreeing with waking up. It's often your responsibility to shift your mind and say, oh, right now I'm going to focus on things above. The Holy Spirit is always there and he's the one doing the finished work inside of us. And we can say, Holy Spirit, put the desire inside of me to be seeking the Lord. Put the desire in me for me to crave to go deeper with you. And he is faithful. He will do that. He will give you the passion to just absorb the Bible. He will give you the passion to spend time in prayer. He will give you the passion to spend time in worship. He's done it in my life, and I know he will do it in your lives. So I hope with all this information that I've shared, the why, the who, the where, the what's, and the one practical habit of creating your own habit and pattern of seeking the secret place really helps you and sparks something inside of you. And remember what we said here, Although this is information and you might just say, oh, well, that sounded nice. If you're not bringing this information and bringing it to the Holy Spirit and saying, activate this inside of me, you probably are not going to see transformation. And I am praying that you do experience transformation because I know it's transformation that will take us and turn us into those beautiful butterflies that others can look at and say, I want what she has. I want that peace. I want that joy. I want that hope. I want that love. I want that freedom. I want what she has. And I want you, encouragers, to be those women out there encouraging others. If this is encouraging, you know what we say. Share it with somebody else. 
Share your stories with other people. If you have a story of transformation yourself, be willing to share that with somebody because they might need to hear that you haven't always been this peaceful person. Maybe they need to hear how you struggled with something, but through your time of consistently showing up and putting your time in with the Lord, he's transformed you. He's renewed your mind and he's given you a heart of peace, a heart of expectation and passion and purpose. So love you girls. Hopefully you have a wonderful week ahead of you and I'll talk to you next week. Ladies, I am so honored that you chose to spend some time with me this morning. I hope and pray that the Word of God encouraged you and that you feel inspired to now get out into the world and be a woman who chooses to encourage. Remember, Encourage Her is a God-given, purpose-driven ministry. This podcast is for the taking. It's free for the sharing. Please share it with her. Also, remember to subscribe, like, and follow us on Instagram at Encourage Her Wellness for your daily quick encouragements throughout the week. From now till then, stay encouraged and choose to encourage her. I'll see you next Monday. Love to you all.